we all have a Buddha mind, and we all have a mind beginning with the mind. Even though it's our own mind, most time it doesn't listen to us. How is your mind is doing? Does it listen to you? When you meditate, let's meditate. Just fully be aware of it. Build your samadhi concentration and experience inner peace. Does your mind listen to you well? Do that right away when you begin to sit and meditate. Even though it is our own mind, I don't know what happened to this mind. It doesn't listen to us. How many thoughts do we have each day, every day? We have a lot of thought in our mind. So when you drive a car, when you turn your wheel to the right, if your car doesn't turn to the right, what happened to this car? When you brake, push your brake, and try to stop your car, if it doesn't stop, what happened to this car? Why we want to stop while we are meditating, our mind does not listen to us. Like a car, if a car is broken, it's going to harm you and harm others. So we are not using the car anymore. We are bringing it to the repair shop to fix it. How about our own mind? Is it broken? Is it not listening to you? So how do you drive your own mind? When we see our problems, our conflict, any troubles, most often it arises from our own mind. If we have an insight to see our own mind, just like Iran saw, be aware of it, have an insight and wisdom to see as it is, then you will experience freedom. You will experience nirvana. How can you overcome any problems or any troubles, any suffering, any difficulties in our lives? We can overcome these problems and sufferings or dissatisfactory uh, and difficulties by understanding the cause. If you know the cause of the problem, you can prevent the cause so you can liberate yourself. The cause of suffering is not outside. We thought everything, all the problem comes from outer world, external world. But Buddha and awakened one says, no. Is within you. All the suffering, all the problems comes from the state of your own mind. So if you look for the answer outside, 
you will never be able to solve a problem. And this, the transforming uh, suffering into happiness. So it is very hard to solve a problem if you pay attention to outer world all the time. If you have any difficult person in your life, there's always difficult person in our lives. If you do have that, how can you solve the problem with the, your own conflict with that person? If you try to change that person by pointing out, you are not doing right here, you are not doing properly here, you can fix this one, you can change this one. If you keep saying to that person, what, what did happen to that person? Instead of fixing the problems, they become more <coughs> troublesome, be angry or unhappy, not become loving person, but they try to defend themselves. But if you look at the cause within yourself, and the why am I seeing this as a problem? If you keep seeing, see the root causes within yourself, they might be answered that you can change your mind, you can change yourself. Then there is a way to heal any conflict, any problems with any difficult persons in your life. So cause of suffering are within our mind. So what are they? What are the causes of suffering in your mind? Buddha said three poisoned mind. What are they? What kind of mind is creating difficulty, suffering, and dissatisfactory in our lives? Primary, the greed in our mind, anger or hatred in our mind, attachment or ignorance are the source of the suffering. So Buddha pointing out this inner state of a mind coming from greed, anger or hatred, attachment or ignorance or delusion are the root causes of problem. So how can we eliminate this cause? How can we eliminate greed? Always wanting more. When you have a one, you want to have a two. When you have a two, you want to have a more, three. When you have a three, not content with the three, but you want to have more, four. So constantly thriving, having more and more. Because I think the message you are getting from this uh, advertisement, our material society constantly pushing you that if we have more, you will be happier. So try to have this one and that one and constantly selling products in our psyche. But eliminating this uh, cause of uh, suffering, greed or hatred, anger or attachment, is by developing our inner state, inner mind, with uh, generosity, calmness, inner peace, wisdom, and all this positive quality of a mind, which we were born with it. We all have it. That's why you are, each and every one of you, are very precious, very, very great, because you are born with this Iran-sang mind, Buddha mind, Dharmakaya mind within all of you.
So instead of focusing negativity or problems, now focusing on the positive state of your mind and nourishing it and nurturing it. Right now, who is listening? Your ears listening Dharma talk or your mind listening through your ears? When you see the Irwan sound, who is seeing this? Think your eyes seeing it? Even though you are seeing the Irwan sound, even though you're listening this uh, Dharma talk, if your mind is somewhere else, if your mind is fully occupied with what to do right after this service, this afternoon, or if you're constantly thinking about the to-do list, you're not listening. So if your mind is not here, you cannot listen, you cannot see. And if you see this one, mind capacity is great. Then what is mind? Your mind has three capacity, three functions or three elements. The first of element of mind is thinking. So we think a lot. Human brain can produce 70,000 thoughts a day processing this much of a thought. So think about it. We are getting all the information through our iPhone. You don't have to now go to computer anymore. If through iPhone, you can click everything and, and appear to everything, provide all kinds of information. So because of this uh, too much information, we think a lot. Oh, I heard something here. I read something here. While you are meditating, you keep thinking about it. So this 21st century, we have too much thought. We are thinking too much. Too much thinking can create a lot of problems. The second element of our mind, second function is the feeling. Feeling, when you hear some words, when you read something, when you see something, feeling arise. And you see beauty and goodness in others. Good feeling, beautiful feeling arise. If somebody push your button, make you angry, say, say a harsh word, and accuse you with their misunderstanding, Un unpleasant feeling arise. So feeling is a very important function of our mind. In this feeling, we have a two categories. One is awareness. When you feel something, you be aware of it. And the other one is emotion. Emotion, you arise. So if we have too much thinking, we don't have any space to feel when you sit here, do you feel your breathing now? When you are fully aware of your breathing, your own breathing in your meditation, you don't have unnecessary thoughts, normally negative thinking arise. So this feeling is very important, but because you too much of 
thinking in our mind, we do not give space to feel. Sitting on the cushion, feel your cushion, feel the earth. When you walk, not thinking about the walking, but feel your feet on the ground and feel it, aware of it. And third function of our mind is will. When you see things, if it's pleasant, you want to produce more will to decide what to think and what to feel. So will is a decision, making decision and judging it. So our 21st century, we are bombarded by too much information. So we have too much thinking all the time. If you think about it, if we have a negative, especially things happened in negative way, it was very unpleasant and emotionally hurting uh, experience. And it's just kind of sticking in your mind, constantly going on. Why? And I should have said this, I should have done that, and you keep thinking about it. If we understand these three elements of our mind, thinking is, is dominating our mind today. So we need to reduce thinking and increase more feeling, more awareness, and increase more willpower, what to do and what not to do. Don't randomly see and receive what is happening in your mind, 70,000 different thoughts. It will drive you crazy. It will dominate you and not allow you to feel your life, to see how you are living, how you feel, how you respond. So this is critically important to be aware of it and find ways to, to reduce thinking, because since we are too much thinking, and to increase feeling. Try to feel at this moment too. Try to feel your breath. Try to feel when you're here, instead of thinking and responding by thinking. When we have too much thinking and with too little feeling or too little awareness and too little, too weak uh, willpower, then it could create chaotic, chaos in our mind. If we, while we are meditating, especially when we are meditating, if we are fully aware of our inhalation and exhalation, and fully aware of a beginning, middle, and end of inhalation and exhalation, there's no space, any thought can come in. So if you have any thought while you are meditating, which means you are not fully aware of it. So knowing your own mind is critical. So how much do you know your mind? Do you know your mind, 1%? Do you know your mind? about 2% of your mind? How much do you know your own mind? Knowing our own mind is everything Buddha and Sutesan talked about. All Buddha Dharma is about this, knowing and studying your own mind. So the causes of the problem 
in human life, any conflict, any problems, any trouble, any suffering are based on this, this mind. Buddha described in Four Noble Truths, especially three kinds of mind. That kind of a greed or anger, hatred, or delusion creates all the turmoil in our mind. When you encounter with any people, any kind of a situation or condition, you are responding that reality with your own emotion, with your own awareness, with your own attitude. So or any situation arising in your, in your life then sometimes make you upset. Sometimes make you sad. Sometimes make you unhappy. Sometimes make you fearful. So when you have this kind of a, a experience or fear, anger, anxiety, stress, dissatisfactory, or suffering, anything appears in your, in your mind, <coughs> it, is, it is like a mirror to reflect your inner state of mind. So when you encounter external world, anything appears, see it as a mirror to reflect how you are doing. If we have anxiety or fear or anger or greed, anything appears, it is a signal to see the root causes of the problem of your own mind, see your own inner, inner world. The anger or anxiety coming from your own attachment or coming from greed or coming from anything from, from within you. So if we see things as it is, it's like a, if it's a mirror, if it's a mirror here, if a bird passing by, when bird passing in front of a mirror, you will see a reflection of a bird. But if it's gone, you don't see bird here. Your Buddha mind is like this. What is it appears in front of you, we have to engage it. If it's gone, nothing appears in the mirror. Nothing in your Buddha mind. So when you see this one, when you see these signals, always look at within your mind, study your mind. Is it coming from grief or is it do I respond and react based on my hatred or anger? Or am I reacting and responding to this external world with delusion within myself? So this is the way to study our mind. When you reflect and aware of it, how you respond it, how you communicate, how you relate with the external world, this is very critical to see it. When you see it, it is silly to be selfish. It is silly to be greed. 
because it's not helping me and not helping anyone else. But if we have a Buddha mind, see things as it is, without adding things from your karmic energy. So it is possible to let go of this inner craving or greed or attachment or um, delusion. So we can let go of suffering. It is possible. It is possible for all of you to experience this Buddha mind and nirvana. You may once in a while experience nirvana, but you may not aware of it, or you may not know. Next three weeks, we will focus on this study, how to use our mind and body and see our mind responding external world. What is the cause of the inner world to responding certain way? If we know how to use our mind and body, just like Iransa, we can transform our life. We can transform the day we live. We can transform the way we receive new day and new life and everyone. Because every moment is a new moment. You will never have a, this moment of 12 o'clock, July 1st, 2012. It's gone. If you are not aware of and make this precious time, using this precious body and mind to reflect and to cultivate this Buddha mind, then we may waste this very precious human existence. So be aware of your thought, your mind state at this moment too. When you discover this inner peace by experiencing this nirvana, you do not have to use this uh, I'm I me song anymore. If we are aware of it, what is the real? We thought this is real, but it's not real. The true self, and really who you are, is not you think you are. We are confused that I might be mine, is mine, is me, but it's not you. It's just a temporary false eye. Because of the cause and condition you are here and now at this moment, because of how you live your life here and now, your future, your tomorrow is changing. So knowing this uh, state of mind that can reshape our, our way of being on earth and our way of living on earth is very, very important. So when you understand this, not just thinking, oh, that's nice. Maybe Buddha can do it. Or maybe Sotisan can do it. Maybe somebody else. When you hear this Dharma, in Buddha Dharma, this possibility of awakening yourself to see things as they are, it is for you to make that commitment 
to make that decision, that determination today to transform yourself to by just watching your mind, watching how you react, how you respond, how you live yourself, and transforming into totally different way of living and freedom and liberation and nirvana and awakening taking place every moment. So whatever you do each day, become a practice of this Buddha Dharma. And little things you do become your big experience. So this is not temporary. Once you experience this one, it will be gradual sometime. It may take a while, but you will get there if you are consistently practicing toward that direction. Once you get it, it is not random. Just the happening to this or that or this person or that person is not happening like that. The only person who are practicing, who are understanding their true self, the Buddha mind, and Iransang mind, and Dharmakaya mind within themselves, and constantly cultivating that Buddha mind and nourishing it, nurturing it, seeing it, and using it, only that person will experience it. It is not dealing with extremes. In order to experience this Buddha mind, finding the true happiness comes from inner peace, comes from experience of nirvana, is that you are making decision today. I'm not going to satisfy with enlarging myself anymore, but make a big decision today. I'll be only content if I practice Buddha Dharma, if I utilize and use and foster our Buddha Dharma, so you can be a happier person each day. As much as you practice, you're transforming yourself. If you practice consistently, whether you are aware of it or not, you are transforming your mind, as I described here, many different aspects of mind. So finding true happiness comes from this practice of Dharma in daily practice. Then you will have a confidence to do what you need to do. Then you will have a positive energy to attract what you want to do and what you need to do. So it is possible to live without obstruction of these three poisons of mind, which is hindering our spiritual growth and spiritual practice. So see who you are. See real who you are. See you are like this. So you can use your eyes, Iransang eye, Buddha eyes, to see everything as a Dharma, as a teaching. When you hear everything, not coming from your own three obstruction mind of greed or anger or hatred or delusion, but coming from your Buddha mind. So it is possible to create, cultivate true, lasting happiness and maintaining 
this inner peace, cultivating peace in our mind. When we have this uh, practice, consistent daily practice, we are acquiring our mind with the awareness, with the feeling to conducive to peace and happiness. When we experience inner peace, free from worries, any distraction, any discomfort, any mental anxieties, then we can experience true happiness. So everybody wants this. When we achieve this inner peace, and by understanding our Buddha mind, by really understanding the, the truth or principle of cause and effect, whatever you do here, whatever we practice, whatever we say, whatever we think, whatever we feel, whatever we make a decision, willpower, whatever we say things, is accumulating and shaping and reshaping your life. You are directing and redirecting your attention, your awareness, and your mind into knowing who you are, really who you are. So this is the most effective way of living our life on earth and the most effective way of helping others. So when you learn and master your own mind and discover your Buddha mind and experience this nirvana and true happiness, you can help others to live a happier life, become a happier person, and share your wisdom, compassion, and loving kindness. So today, this uh, July 1st, first day, is a very good beginning. Don't wait until tomorrow, but decide today, I'm gonna make this teaching, this Dharma practice, the central and focal in my life from now on, from today, from this on. So when you keep doing it, you will experience yourself. Nobody else can eliminate the cause of suffering for you. You need to do it yourself. Nobody else can give you true lasting happiness to you unless you cultivate yourself. All Buddha Dharma, all the teachings and teachers, just the finger pointing it. See it yourself. Practice it yourself. Come and see it. So I hope you do that today.